was that? <laughs> what? This is not the video I clicked on. What is this? <laughs> Look at this. Is, I have never <laughs> seen this in my life. It is playing an entirely different video, but it says the Mandalorian season three official trailer. Um, it's a Mario Party video. Is it yeah, bad? I clicked on it earlier. No, this is a video I clicked on earlier. But it's playing the wrong video. <laughs> I was going to start with mentioning that my throat was sore and apologizing if I sound weird, but um, I think that was a better opening, us <laughs> freaking out about the trailer. <laughs> that was a very incredibly strange moment. Anyways, um, I almost wish my throat was sore because of yelling Kenobi last week, oh. <laughs> but um, I think it's just because it's winter. And anyways. Happy episode three. Episode three. Welcome to the third episode of Rebels and Robots podcast, where we talk weekly about Star Wars and Transformers, thus the Rebels and the Robots. So far, it's mostly been Star Wars. Yeah. A little, little low on the current Transformers content. We'll definitely get there. We're starting off right... I just meant in general. We're at, we're just kind of this weird limbo until the movie comes out, too. Exactly. I think once we get out of uh, Mandalorian Season 3, once that ends... Um, We'll have we'll start talking about the cartoon and we'll start talking about I really am excited because I've never seen it the original animated film I definitely want to talk about that sometime soon. Do you want to know something funny? I've seen all of the G one show and I have not seen the movie. That's wild. I know you would think I have. Considering so what I the yeah I would have, I have I actually haven't seen it. I pretty much know exactly what happens though, but I actually haven't seen it <laughs> in the flesh. I look forward to it. Both of our, we'll just blind react to it. We'll just watch the whole movie on the pod. Live stream blind reaction. <laughs> so some, some, uh, some highlights, corrections, reflections from our last week's episode. I like to listen back to the episode and I'll take down little notes. Um, my top note I have here is last week when we were talking about Transformers toys, I believe it was, you said, if you're a Hasbro exec, cover your ears, which was funny to me. Because most people listen to podcasts with headphones in, especially probably earbuds. So I just imagine this idiot executive at Hasbro having their earbuds in and going, oh, and covering his ears and then still hearing you uh, criticize him and be like, no. no. <laughs> it was a funny moment. Um, you also mentioned, uh, oh, you, um, so in our discussion of the episode of last week of Bad Batch, you mentioned that they were running up the staircase and the staircase didn't have a railing. That's just Star Wars architecture and uh, safety code because famously there's like no railings in the Death Star, especially that famous shot of the laser going down the very large circular whatever. And there's just those two guys standing next to this infinite cavern. The cannon. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The uh, hallway. Sure. <laughs> I was going to say hallway, but I knew the that Death wasn't Star accurate. Hallway. I mean... <laughs> Where it lacks in safety, I think it is technically got a lot of accessibility. It's all elevators, and hmm. and and you see, yeah, lacking in safety but pretty accessible. Ramp, you you once ramps, mentioned to me ramps to get into the ships. Yeah, that's really, true. I think the only they're pretty inclined though. I think the only stairs we see are Palpatine's throne. Hmm, you can't approach the throne of evil if you're in a wheelchair, I suppose. You once mentioned to me. 
no i think it was like an instagram or uh tiktok video of TikTok uh, someone of a, it was a someone who who did use a chair um rating the accessibility of various pop culture um locations hogwarts was like the worst rating i've ever seen because it's all <laughs> it's like all stairwells but they ranked the death star pretty high they made a they made a, they had mentioned they're like i think they they're like the only problem they noticed was like there's stairs up to palpatine's throne and they quoted <laughs> i'm gonna quote them but i just wouldn't go there <laughs> that's what they said <laughs> I just simply would not go there yeah you know what it is it's because there's robot on wheels the mouse that's why that's why it has to be so accessible it's like yeah you know and because it's not really wheelchairs aren't as much of a problem because everyone's got like hover chairs you don't see like wheeled chairs that i can recall Mm -hmm. in star wars but there's certainly um robots on wheels yeah anyways interesting point um my favorite quote from you from last year last episode was (laughs) uh not quite (laughs) cameron's top 2022 quote um you said, I don't know if Filoni is going to kill a child. Oh. <laughs> Out of context, hysterical. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have that in my notes. I have that in quotes followed by a research. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> Starting off the year strong. Did you just dox my name? Oh, no. Did you just dox my name? I can bleep it as out. If... I'm going to write down the time code. Do you want me to bleep it out? I mean, as if we don't share this on our Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. But out Maybe. on the internet, if you just found it on the internet, it might be hard. I want to write down time code. It'd be funnier. It'd be really funny. Honestly, even if you don't want it bleeped out, I'm going to bleep it out. And you're gonna, I'm not going to tell you what sound effect I'm going to use. Oh, my gosh. I hope it's one of mine. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, my head is swirling with all the possibilities of the sound effect oh, no. I could use. The Anyways. <laughs> just, oh, man. Okay, anyways. Um... And one quick correction I have from last week. Only one. I was pretty good as I listened back of correcting myself in the moment, or you corrected me, which is always good. Um, one thing that we did not catch at the, in the moment was I accidentally said Obi-Wan was my favorite clone, mm. which is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's not my favorite clone because he's not a clone unless he is. What do I know? Do I know something? Like, I don't know. Maybe what do you I know? know? What do I know? You're going to get the oh. cowboy hat man after you. I think that at some point pre-prequels people assumed that the clone wars would have dealt with like clones of people like because there's i think in the original expanded universe there were there's like luke fight a clone of himself so i think the assumption was that the clone wars would be like there's a clone of anakin there's a clone of obi-wan and all this not not quite legends hot take i think it's absolutely stupid that Luke's evil twin or evil clone was just Luke with an extra U in it. Are you serious? I did not know I'm that. I'm pretty sure. That's hysterical. I'm Luke. Pr- Luke <laughs> I'm pr- if I remember correctly, unless I've been led astray by the internet, I mean. I'm gonna look up Luke with two U's. L W Luke. Yeah, Wikipedia. Yep. Yep. Wikipedia's got him. Oh my god! I know Luke Skywalker. How is that pronounced? Luke. See, that's that's something that's the way it's writers... the way Baru it's the way Baru would call him. Luke. Yeah, that's how she would you know she would stretch out his name. That's how. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh man, you know that's something comic book writers or just like print writers in general uh, yeah, they don't deal with it. it I can write this print. name however I want, and I don't have to worry about how it's pronounced whatsoever. What a boy. 
Anyways, um, some other notes I have from last week. I had a question pop up in my head. We were talking about, um, you know, you mentioned something. The the governor woman talked about Dooku being right, and then I made a crack about, well, it's easy to know, it's easy to be right about the Clone Wars when you know the guy organizing everything. But that led me to, and I'm sure this is a very common question. What did Dooku think was going to happen at the end of the Clone Wars? Did he? He must have assumed that. Uh, Palpatine or Palpatine told him that the separatist side would win and that they would dismantle the Republic and make it um, free systems who aren't who are tied together by confederacy um, but why does he think this power hungry madman is going to conquer the entire galaxy and then give up all that power and it just or did he or did he think everything that happened was going to happen except for he would be by his side and not Anakin, in which case he was a total fraud fighting for the Confederacy. So either way, he's either an idiot or a liar. That's what I've always thought. I That Dooku just thought that with Maul, quote unquote, dead, spoilers, I guess, <laughs> for Clone Wars <laughs> season five, I think if you haven't watched it, um, with Maul dead, maybe he was like, oh, promotion from follower to apprentice that's what i would always guess i just always wonder did dooku not make the connection that chancellor palpatine was darth sidious no i think he knew because he he tells obi-wan oh you're right he does point blank he can you imagine if he did i mean i have always chancellor palpatine is darth sidious tell everyone you know yeah he because he says that a dark lord of the sith Named Darth Sidious. I think he might. I don't know. He, say, he tells him that a Dark Lord of the Sith is in charge of the Republic. Who's in charge of the Republic? The Supreme Chancellor. Yeah. And he goes to uh, Coruscant at the end of Attack of the Clones. He must know. I'm True. sure there's. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty certain he knew. I always forget that that is on Coruscant mm-hmm. because when I was little watching it, it was the same. Like that landscape shot is the same color as Geonosis. I just oh. <laughs> thought it was a different part of Geonosis. Huh. So I, like, my whole childhood, I really thought that they were still on Geonosis. Interesting. I was super confused. Red sky. It's an evil planet. <laughs> I really thought. No, he just goes to the, like, Detroit part of Coruscant Cause, cause to see. That's the lower levels. <laughs> um, well, I think... Uh, I think I think the last time we see Dooku on Geonosis is him speeder biking away on like the sand dunes, mm-hmm. and so then like the next time we see him, he's in a ship, and the sky's red, and I'm like, that's him. Interesting. He made it. I I don't know. Maybe I just need to rewatch Attack of the Clones, or at that point in the film, I'm just like this ready for it to be over <laughs> this is why rogue one introduced planet labels as the lower <laughs> thirds like, just to be clear this is the planet you're on just so you know speaking of clarifications i wanted to clarify um so within the last week i had another conversation with the same two people so last week i mentioned how i was pitching the the same ideas for the podcast name i pitched to you mm-hmm. i pitched to, to two people two friends of the podcast my fiance and our friend Megan. Our two friends. Megan is our <laughs> official number one fan as of right now. Um, probably because she's the only fan. But um, she really appreciates getting shouted out. And I got another conversation with him about my stupid podcast names that involved 
cramming pod and cast mm. into Star Wars and Transformers related things. And I think the three of you have perhaps thought that I was trying to come up with good ideas. I did not think those were good podcasting. I thought they were stupid and funny. Oh. See, that I think there was a like <laughs> Rachel just looked at me and, and thought, Cameron's got so many skills. This is what she said that she thought to herself, but that's just not gonna work if he wants his podcast to be successful. Whoever said I want this podcast to be successful, I am making a podcast about Star Wars and Transformers. I have no concept of this being popular or good or... We just like to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's something fun for people who know us and anyone who just stumbles upon it on the internet. I hope they enjoy it. But Gosh, listen to these guys. This is not designed to be a good podcast. So um, that was the point of those titles was it to reflect the niche uh, element of it. So I just want to clarify that. Um, Cameron's saving face. <laughs> <laughs> They uh, thought my ideas were bad, so I'm gonna tell them they were the bad ideas. <laughs> I just there was just a miscommunication or a misunderstanding of what my motivations were. Granted, some of the ones you sent me were over text, so I didn't know if you were spitballing seriously or not. Because <laughs> you were like, "We need a logo." I mean, I'm serious in the sense that I wanted that to be the name of the podcast, but not serious in the thought that I think this is a like good idea. It's meant to be like so stupid that it's funny. That's the idea. Anyways, um, so I thought, so uh, the topic for today is the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer, as well as Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 4. But before Ooh. we got there, um, I would, I had some just kind of fun stuff that came up over the course of the week. Um, I had a lore question come up. I was watching Star Wars with my fiance. Which one? And which fiance? Star, which <laughs> movie, Cameron? <laughs> It was too good. I had to go oh for it. Oh, my gosh. Um, which movie? So, in the last week, we've watched Solo, Rogue One, Episode 7, and half of Episode 8. Wow. And somewhere in there, yeah, we went on a... She really had, likes the Disney stuff so far because it's fun and it's, a, and it's a good time. A woman um, of quality. Yes, absolutely. Um, and somewhere in there, the question came up of... like, I think she was curious, like, are these humans native to this planet? Where are they from? And I had never considered... And I meant to look it up, and I didn't actually do any searching on it. Um, are humans all originally from one planet, and they stretched out? Comment or... down below if you yeah. know the answer. Um, um, where are humans from in Star Wars? They just spawn in. Are they from? Coruscant was generally accepted as the home world of the human species. Some believe that the humans hailed from Coruscant, one of the galaxy's so-called core worlds, but the theory was never proven. Many humans... Change the course of galactic history from politicians to slaves to even Jedi Knights. So it might just be that the galaxy is so old that mm -hmm. so many different species have spread out over the galaxy and colonized and stuff mm -hmm. that, you know, there are lots of aliens that we see on just about every planet you travel to. Um, so like, but like we know that like Wookiees are from Kashyyyk and uh, Ewoks are from Indoor, but... I think it is interesting. I had never, I had never considered it. I had just Tuscan always assumed. Raiders are from Tatooine. Yeah, absolutely. You don't see them on other planets very often, um, and so I had just never, I had always just, just never even really thought about it. Just the fact that humans, do they have a home world or not um, originally? So I thought it was a really good question and, and worth yeah. discussing. I don't think I've thought of it. They're still referred to as Homo sapiens in Star Wars canon. <laughs> interesting. The most numerous and politically dominant sentient species with millions of major and minor colonies galaxy-wide. 
And now there's a Last of Us ad playing. <laughs> Go away, please. Thank you. Um, races. Just, oh, that's just planets. Skin color. That's not helpful. This is none of this. Average lifespan. Typically Very. up to 100 and 100 or 120 standard years. Ages up to approximately 200 have been reached among font-sensitive individuals. Anyways, I should look this up later. Um, <laughs> a, another thing that came up this week. What up was it? Um, oh, this is a Transformers-related thing. As oh. I was uh, perusing through the Transform Memes subreddit, oh, um, I discovered God. something called Transformers Kiss Players. Are you familiar with this? Oh, I don't know what I don't think we should talk about this. It's not it's not like it's not gonna get beyond PD thirteen, I don't believe. But um here's just the the main image associated Don't um, Cameron, I know. I know. Don't, no, you do know. I do know, Cameron. Um, <laughs> I know, unfortunately. So for those of you who don't know, the main the image I found is just a a, a young woman sitting and caressing Pal- uh I said Palpatine. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, Optimus Prime's face. And there's various other images of transformers getting cuddly with human women um and it's certainly uh, it's getting less pg-13 as i scroll longer um so on I'm not my look... wi-fi <laughs> on my wi-fi <laughs> but i especially appreciated um this the description on the transformers wikipedia transformers kiss players is a japanese transformers franchise which ran from 2000 to 2007 sorry 2006 2007 masterminded by okay, I'm gonna, not, not, uh, by virtue of being the only Transformers toy line in fiction released in Japan by Takara between the conclusion of Cybertron live action movie, it was effectively the main Transformers line in the country at that time, despite its small scope. That is what I love about this. That this weird cross fiction, like cutesy, potentially somewhat inappropriate human, like romantic he, he, Transformers and human relationship, whatever this is was the only Transformers line at the time, oh which is, and this is right before the movie could take, took off, right <laughs> before. So can you imagine being like someone in 2006, being like, oh, there's this Transformers movie. I don't know what this is. And you Google search it and this comes up. Oh my gosh. Hysterical. Or can you imagine, vice versa, only knowing this and then seeing the live action film. What like, is this? There's no Japanese girls second. in this. There's no transformers being in love with humans in this um so i don't think we need to go deeper into that but that, i just thought mm-hmm, that was really funny mm-hmm, yeah that's i'm sorry you had to experience that <laughs> that's we don't um we don't okay so i have to i have this character name written down but i don't remember who it is so i'm just going to quickly google search this character's name so that i can know what i'm talking about oh yes okay so i was reading a little bit about the uh popular theory that um Oh, Rex, that Rex that is Rex went on to become that clone with a white man. beard um, in episode six, and I did not know this character's name is Nick Sant. Yeah, like s- Nicholas like, Santa. Yeah, like Saint Nick. <laughs> Hilarious. He's so funny. I did not know that was his name, and I do you think that's on purpose? I'm pretty sure it is. The white beard that his name resembles Saint Nicholas, Saint I'm, Nicholas, Santa okay. Claus. Can you imagine? They're in the writers' room, and they're like. Or, you know, someone is like, okay, so someone's going to want a name for this guy because everyone on Star Wars got to have a name. Everyone's got to have their Wikipedia page. And so I was like, he looks like Santa Claus. And some someone went, Nick Sant. And everyone went, every, and everybody clapped. So among the dumbest names in Star Wars, my favorite go-to one is always 
uh, Savage Opress, oh, my favorite so dumb Star Wars name. But of course, then you have uh, Seize Bagano, uh, Prune Face. I had another example in my head, but I lost it. But I think Nick Sant is so subtly stupid that it is definitely in my top five dumb Star Wars names. It's yeah, the old man with the white beard, Santa Claus. <laughs> um, so, anyways, last week you shared a fun. Uh, Star Wars related uh, story about uh, your grandma calling you about toys about um, the Obi Wan Kenobi purge uh, purge trooper face two armor yes. black series figure yes which was a very fun conversation um, and I, I had some a fun uh, memory that came up um, related to Transformers I'm trying to get some more Transformers content <laughs> in this Star Wars Transformers podcast um, and I something I did not bring up when I was discussing my connection to Transformers was a big reason I feel why the first movie connected with me so much is because that, that year within the year after it came out, my, both of my older siblings had their first kid and they were both living in Oklahoma at the time. So I was driving a lot from where we lived in Nebraska to the state of Oklahoma, about a seven and a half hour drive. And so (laughs) I did not give an exact location or a name (laughs) because they don't share the same last name with me. Um, So, we got a portable DVD player, and that was like the first DVD we ever owned. Uh, at least one of the first DVDs we owned was Transformers 1. So we watched that movie a ton. And obviously as an adult, that sounds like a nightmare. But when you're like 12 years old, it's perfect. It's so good. You don't think – you don't got to think too hard about it. Exactly. So I think I really associate – because that was a fun time for me as a kid, you know, traveling and, you know, becoming an uncle and – um you know Aww. it was bonding time for me and my younger brother and so i have that that very uh positive correlation Aww. between transformers in that time of my life so i just wanted to share that uh, reason why i i have such an affinity for that dumb 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 movie <laughs> though i you know the longer i the more i learn about transformers my appreciation grows for that film on the first episode i said that i appreciate Rachel's currently trying to expertly remove a hair from her microphone. She did a good job. It was great. I didn't know what you were doing at first. Um, I almost snatched it earlier. That was a good job. But um, the longer I learned about Transformers, the more I appreciate that film. I I mentioned on the first episode that as I watched the cartoon, it made me appreciate that the movie is somewhat trying to capture that insane kinetic energy. And now after learning about Transformers Kiss Players, I now even further appreciate the movies because at least it's not that. Things add add that to the list of things I didn't expect to come up on this podcast. <laughs> expect the unexpected, Rachel. No. Um, and I also I meant to share this last week, um, but I forgot. And it was actually something in relation to the uh, something you mentioned in the first episode in relation to our Star Wars nights that happened when we uh, your first year of college when we were watching Star Wars once oh, a week. Moving um, on. The TV that we watched on. Oh man. Uh, the TV I, I, is a fun memory because it was this big old tube tv and flat screen it wasn't a flat screen though it was tube tv it was like a big old style television yeah is big box and but you mentioned something we have different either memories and or conclusions as to what this tv did what this tv did is it would suddenly go all white Mm. and you thought it was it trying to adapt to its own brightness um which which might have been a good conclusion i thought it was the TV somehow to censor what it was trying to adapt to the brightness or in the room. 
and it was like like the TV maybe would brighten in the day and darken at night. Regardless, it had a setting that the screen would brighten really bright, and it was broken. So it would get really bright and wouldn't go back to the normal setting until you smacked the side of the TV and it would go back. And it would only do it if a certain person smacked it. You would try, and it wouldn't do it unless your roommate did it. Yeah, I think it was it normally me. It was no. I was normally the one who had to do it. And sometimes, but sometimes it wouldn't be me. Oh, yeah. And I would smack it a bunch of time. It wouldn't do it. I would sit down, and one other person would walk up and hit it. In the first try, it would work. Big old whack. So that's a fun. But like, you know, it's this weird thing of like new digital technology. The problems aren't as fun. Like, the, like that's why people like film. Why people like vinyl. Like, there's sometimes there's something fun about like the issues of old technology. Um, and, and that and, was one of them. And now, like, everyone has a 4K screen. My TV is 4K. That computer I just got is mm-hmm. 4K. I, I wonder, your laptop, if it's not 4K, it's close. Yes, it's it's very high but resolution. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, mm. like, t- it, technology issues aren't fun anymore. I spent five minutes yesterday messing with an Apple, uh, an Apple remote that only has, like, the volume buttons and the cast button. And I spent like five minutes trying to mess with it before I realized the top half of an Apple TV remote is like a mouse track. Yes. I was so mad That's so funny. when you know, I realized. It's really funny you say that because at my work we have those. And I was asked, someone asked me to set it up for some other people. And I set it up and I was like, these people have never used this. How long will it take them to learn? That's them? why I had to deal with it. I was there. Oh. I was there. Oh my gosh. I didn't that's crazy it was this I set it up for your group uh the place I worked you had a group who met there and, and I'm the youngest person in that group and I'm the honorary tech person no wait what night was this when was this last night which is Tuesday night for six o'clock wow incredible that's funny that I had that thought like how long will it take them to know if they don't already and it took me happens. a couple minutes wow because I don't, I have a bunch of Apple products, but not an Apple TV, but I'm the honorary tech. At first I thought you were joking. When you said it was you, I thought you were joking to no, like I'm create being... some sort of weird lore for this podcast. No, I'm being dead serious. But it was I, me. That's wild. Sometimes I forget that where I work is relatively public to our community. So I'm living in the walls of your office. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you have any, any Star Wars or Transformers related memories you'd like to share today? Mm, not really okay can't can't no no, don't really be thinking about too much let's go ahead and uh, move on to the mandalorian season three we're doing the trailer trailer. yeah i thought it would be maybe a little bit shorter conversation i was gonna play it for us i'm not gonna have the sound on but i thought i'd play it for us so we can we can (laughs) we can freeze frame plays plays video immediate copyright Uh uh-huh yeah no no sound first off i am I'm sure this was in season one, but I am for some reason, especially impressed by these costumes, mm-hmm. all these different Mandalorian costumes. I Their wonder... designs aren't what well, you wonder what? No, you continue. The designs aren't very, um, uh, varied. They're not varied like they are in season one, but there's the colors and they mm-hmm. just look really good. And I just, well, always as good as the CGI clone troopers in the prequels look, you can always tell the difference. You can always tell when something is real costume. I just appreciate real costumes so much. I'm curious if they also have hired fans 
Mm. Like at the finale of season one, I think they hired the like that like five hundred first cosplay group yeah. with all their stormtrooper because like we need stormtroopers and you know like twenty twenty five people went we own those. Um, so I'm curious if those are fan mm. fans with costume with cost or uh, could be fans and they just gave them costumes. So. You may have heard Rachel's voice kind of trail off at the end. Oh. I, I, we're, we're actually podcasting from her apartment this this week. Location change. And I just suddenly remembered, oh, she has a cat. I wonder where the cat is. And I looked over to see if she was like staring at us. She's asleep. But then because I looked, Rachel also looked. <laughs> she, we had to turn off her water fountain. Yes. Well, yeah, she's got a water fountain because she's bougie. And she, I mean, valid. She likes to drink fresh water. Don't we mm. all? So if you hear her yelling, it's probably because she's come into the kitchen and realized that we turned we off. We may her have water. our first guest on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> or if she goes to eat her food, she's kind of loud. So, anyways, continuing on, we've got uh, is it? It's Jin Din Jarin, right? I think is so. his real name. Djin. Yeah, it's, it's like D J I N N. Yeah, is that his last name or first? That's name? his first name. It's like Jin Jarin. Yeah, something like that. Okay, um, and Grogu flying in what is oh. uh, a. Uh, Naboo Starfighter modified his his uh, midlife crisis car. I, I sent you this tweet, but someone on Twitter posted the picture of Poe Dameron from Rise of Skywalker, where he says, you know, the, the rather infamous line, somehow Palpatine returned. Uh, and they edited it to say, somehow Grogu returned. And the tweet accompanying uh, yes. it said, people who skipped Book of Boba Fett tuning in to watch Mandalorian season uh-huh. three. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And I just, that just, that was such a, I just thought that was such a funny tweet. That tickled me. Yeah. It's, I had a good it's laugh. Good. Yeah. I, bizarre choice. I think they were just so, I think they were really confident that a lot of people would watch Boba Fett because it's Boba Fett. And I think they were also not confident that people would still be interested in the Mandalorian by t- a year later. Mm-hmm. It's been, it'll have been over a year and almost two years since season two of the Mandalorian. So I think they felt like that we have to get more Mandalorian content out there to keep it in the memory. And I can't say they're necessarily wrong. It's a bad choice as far as the Boba Fett show is concerned, but as far as keeping the Mandalorian in the general consciousness, I think they achieved that goal. Um, I do think it it just um i mean i'll keep it brief since we're watching the trailer or the um i i do feel like it just kind of the emotional impact that the end of season 2 had is a little negated mm-hmm. i think by the oh they're back together uh-huh. like three episodes 100% totally later agree. okay so how many i mean you know we're like crying or not everyone but you know we're like very emotional watching the mandalorian remove his helmet which he would never do under the you know under like the pain of death mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he could see his son face to face and there's this i want to see you with my own eyes with my own eyes <laughs> <laughs> and you know luke's in the background like okay this is weird weird cgi the face weird. luke just standing can, over there can i can can i have the baby now i mean this is okay you know um and so that very emotional moment that suddenly you know in the middle of boba fett like mando and mm-hmm. grogu ahsoka luke yep. what yep <laughs> i peeked in and, Mike, and sorry. meanwhile the boba fett show is just still going like off screen <laughs> like like when we when we drop back in the show has still been going so it's just like the it's like the camera has just wandered off anyway <laughs> the cameraman went 
oh, Mando, I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> Anyways, um, we now cut to them landing on a planet that I thought at first might be Galaxy's Edge. I don't know much about the lore around oh Galaxy's Edge. Oh, my gosh. Edge, but it looked visually similar to me. Um, I have no idea what planet this is. I, I also don't know what planet Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be on. Um, I would if I had the book and if I'd read the book. I have a lot of Star Wars books I haven't read. I'm going to bring up the Star Wars subreddit on my phone. Um, normally the comments on there are very helpful. Very knowledgeable people on yes. Reddit. Thank you, big Star old, Wars Reddit. Big old geeks. Um, anyways, um, so they're walking through the planet. They're saying hi to... Oh, there's... Um, Salacious, Salacious Crumb. Or, or at least a cousin. Almost certainly it's just a similar creature. Um, not so good CGI on that. A little yeah, bit it clunky. Yeah, it looked a little... Yeah, hmm. Funky, for this sure. is actually very um, Jabba's palace. You also have this droid guy in the background here, who was like the the slaver droid for Jabba the Hutt. Gosh, Mando's so shiny. I can oh so behind us here, there's like a uh, oh a that statue little of like a like a droid, a droid on leg like stepping a on a stormtrooper uh, helmet. helmet. That's but, interesting. But we you see. see that the, oh. Sorry, I'm going back. I want to see if we can see that statue in the wide shot. Um, no, we cannot. Okay, you know, anyways. You know who we can see? Who can we see? Grief Garga, I think. Who's Grief Garga? Well, he's the, uh, the governor guy that's been in the first two seasons. He, like, he, he, oh, was he the governor? Or, like, the sheriff, not the sheriff. He, mm, gosh, it's been a while since I've seen The Mandalorian. Um... He showed up in the first season, but I think he's a governor now. Interesting. He's gotten some uh he's gotten some promotions throughout the series. So looking at the Star Wars subreddit, uh there's an image posted that you can see the statue in a different wide shot mm-hmm. and it's an IG droid standing on the stormtrooper helmet. Wait. Is this the same city that's been built up? Like Oh. Because, I mean, it would make sense. That, That's where we oh, left off with Grief Karga. Oh, there you go. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. It's probably and, the same city from and season with, one. And with the lack of empire, they've been able to work infrastructure. My first thought like seeing it. Grief Karga again, uh, you, uh, the figurine collectors will understand my pain. My first thought was, oh my gosh, we're going to get a third Grief Karga <laughs> Black Series figure in another outfit. I have... I have beef with that particular figurine because it's all over our town and no one ever buys it. So no one ever <laughs> buys it. And so it never gets replaced. So he's always, yes. along with Queel. No one wants Queel from Mando either. So they just float around. So as the trailer goes on, it's just kind of a variety of different shots. Um, we see them flying through the rain, which is which is pretty. Um, and we see, what's her name? The, the armorer. The armorer. Yes, I'm really surprised to see her. Uh, also, for some reason in my head, I thought she was dead. I don't know why I thought that. Um, I just, I guess, I assumed the collective hatred of the internet placed upon her. I just assumed well, the Mandalorian I'm killed guessing, her. I'm guessing with um, get the Mandalorian's technically dead to her. So. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, we see a wide shot of the ruins of... Man- um, Mandalore. Mandalore, yes. Um, I recognize those domes. And a droid being loaded onto uh, Jin's ship, uh, the... flying through uh, some fireworks, very reminiscent to me of 
Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> and then uh, the comedian. I can't remember her name. Go back, oh, go back um, the, 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 the woman the on mechanic. Tatooine. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. We're going back. Are we going back to Tatooine? Oh, oh, my gosh. And then Grogu hits the hyperspace. Hyperspace. Hyperspeed or hyperspace button, either one. Um, and then this has got to be Coruscant, right? Be. Yeah. The the CGI, when I first saw this, I thought, man, the CGI budget has really gone up. And then it cuts to this Imperial uh, guard, or uh, sorry, Imperial science officer, and the green screen compositing looks terrible. That's the science officer from the first season, mm-hmm. the one yeah. that wanted to, I don't know, experiment on Grogu. Also, the droid driving his speeder, it looks like he's seen some stuff. His eyes <laughs> oh are just wide open. Um, what? Oh, I recognize that. So he's he's from season two. He's a uh, Republic Ranger. Oh, that yeah. Oh, because we see him in the ship because he tries. Mm-hmm. He encounters Mando at some point. Yeah, he I saves guess. Mandalorian from all the ice robot spiders. things. Yes. Uh, oh, robot things or ice spiders? Oh, spider things. I don't know okay, why I'm I said like, robots. I meant spider things. Those are, those are not the same. And then there's a very mysterious like cave. And then uh, the Mandalorian pulls up a helmet, a Mandalorian helmet. So this has got to probably be in Mandalore. Do you do you remember where she told him he had to go like bathe in the waters of Mandalore uh, or whatever? Yes, yes. Um, and then uh, or... <laughs> and then it just cuts to a bunch of Jedi, which is presumably yet another uh, Order, Order sixty six, or it's a like way flashback to like the Mandalorian. Maybe it's just trailer Jedi. fodder. Um. Because this they... is from Book of Boba Fett. How is this from the Book of Boba Fett? Isn't Order 66 from the... Oh, wait. Is the Order 66 scene in Book of Boba Fett? Or is it when he Obi-Wan. meets Ahsoka? Grogu has a very specific Order oh. 66 scene. Does he? Then that would have been from Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, you're right. When when Oh, yeah. When Ahsoka meets him and they're chit-chatting and she's like, man. So this looks like the Jedi Temple. So this is almost certainly, but I don't see how that's relevant. So my thought is this potentially could be some sort of weirder flashback. Not flashback, but like a Star Wars isn't normally do. Star Wars is normally very linear, very mm-hmm. straightforward, very literal. You don't often now, but they start to introduce flashbacks. Mm-hmm. But we, what we don't normally get is like cutaways to like someone's telling a story and you see that being displayed on screen. Grogu starts, Grogu learns to talk Mando season three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, for example, uh, Palpatine tells the story of uh, Darth Plagueis and it doesn't cut away to anything. It just shows him telling the story. So this potentially could be something new where like he's reading. I don't know. My thought, my immediate thought was this is about Mandalorians. We know the Mandalorian and Jedi had a war. Um, this potentially could be a Wait. some sort of weird reference to that. Um, now, I'm probably reading much too into an out-of-focus shot. So the shot we've got is about a minute and nine seconds in. We've got the Jedi. Does that door look like it's been, like, lasered open? Oh, it absolutely is. Like, it's, be- it's currently being, being opened. <laughs> if you watch it in motion, it's being, like, uh, there's, like, sparks coming out of it. Are we going to get to see some Mandalorians fight Jedi? I really hope so. With I shotguns? I really hope so. So <laughs> I guess, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the implication of this shot Someone, is. Where is yeah. When and where is this taking place? It looks like the Jedi Temple. Yeah. But I don't, I really would be, if they somehow manage to get another Order 66 flashback thrown in here, I will be so shocked. 
I don't. I just don't see how it could be relevant, unless you know what you want to see a trick. Never mind. I figured it out. It's a Grogu flashback, is what it is. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize you thought this would be. I thought you were saying it's the same flashback. It's oh, like it's, a, it's it, more. It could be. Yeah, it's Grogu's flashback. I don't know why I didn't think about that. That's hundred percent what it is. So it's just more Grogu, uh, PTSD. Oh. Uh, and then we've got some star strike, uh, tie strikers, tie so. attackers, tie Tri-fighters. defenders. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and uh, Mando's flying a classic Mandalorian ship. And then we get what appears let's, to be... Let's try spinning. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get what appears to be a droid threatening uh, Jin with a uh, kettle prod of some sort. Electro staff, I think. Is and that's, that's just how he prepares his drinks. And he's a... Because it kind of looks like a bar. Um, so this could be just a uh, uh, bartender. Oh, and if you notice here in the corner... Uh, what, something you'll see again in a second is a, a battle droid. There they are. There's a nice shot droid of the battle cafe. droid. Droid cafe. Oh. Yeah, he's seen some stuff. Oh, it's another droid. Yeah, his eyes. I mean, this, this droid at one one minute, 17 seconds. This droid dead center. He's, he's just looking straight at the camera. Brutal. Um, I guess that, that bartender is probably threatening Jin. Like, you don't belong here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, battle droids, and they're, they're drinking. What are they drinking? There's Oil. a lot going on here. Um, Oil. Yeah. This guy's also. This is like the same. You know what? This other guy that's like way in the background here. He's almost got like a unrendered Optimus Prime look was, to him. I was just thinking that. <laughs> he looks like Optimus unrendered. Prime from the the Earth Spark uh, cartoon, li- which is something I, else I, I meant to bring up earlier. A little. A little. And the. the could inject even to make this a little bit more timely Transformers content. I discovered today about the cartoon that came out on Paramount Plus last year called Earthspark. Transformers Earthspark. And man, are those character designs bad. Look it up. Have a good time. I puke your guts out. Every time I see a picture, I think Optimus looks like the king from Katamari Damacy, the video game. I have no idea what that is. I, I know. But someone will. And, so, and I appreciate whoever gets that reference because that was a first thing that popped in my head when i saw the trailer i was like whoop so anyways at a minute 22 we get the most important moment of this trailer hey, hey! Our, the 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 re- the singular redeeming quality of episode nine everyone's favorite boy um whose name i've already babu freak. babu freak thank you i he i when i was writing this down i accidentally um it autocorrected to baby frick, which it's like, <laughs> I mean, he might be, he's probably younger. So anyways, we get two Babu fricks and it's good to see him. It's fun this to see him. Out of Happy hand. to see them. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them. Um, and then we see uh, Grogu fight a guy. It looks like a predator. Uh, oh, like a, like a predator from uh, the movie predator. Yes. Like from the franchise. And then a very aesthetically pleasing, um, Fade in. <gasps> he was standing in that one. As a oh, he, Grogu he wasn't standing, floating in his yeah. little crib. A very aesthetically pleasing logo, um, and that's the trailer. So not a whole lot going on, but it I, looks like visually looks great. I totally love all of those scenes from the first two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you, you almost have to hope it's not the whole show. Um. Anyway, so excited for they that. They take the whole season getting to Mandalore. Oh my god. Then we get a fourth oh season in three years. Uh, please no. Anyways, um, they gotta milk it. So you ready to move on to our discussion of Bad Batch? Bad Batch season two, episode four. That was a that was a fun. Episode. It was all right. Um, it went by kind of fast. Um, you know, racing is always a fun 
science fiction thing mm-hmm. and um it's got some decent action in it i okay so i i enjoyed bad batch season one it was fun i feel like it fell into the um i don't want to say trap but into the trend of we've got like some more episodes that are just like side quests in a way and i i hate and don't get me wrong i'm not like i'm just i feel like streaming has almost ruined the way people watch shows because i feel like when a slow episode happens they're like this is filler and it's like i don't know if that's necessarily filler like slow episodes aren't always filler. that's that's what a beach episode is Uh beach episodes are when they go or filler Mm. so i don't like to throw that around loosely but i feel like just especially after the first three episodes i was kind of like okay so we're kind of back to the sid shenanigans Mm. yeah i don't disagree yeah that that is kind of unfortunately a lot of clone wars and bad batch i think true it is yeah holding on the course um so i to start off utilities exist in star wars <laughs> sid confirmed it she told wrecker and omega to stop running up the power bill that's true Playing, so, man that is some stinginess right there <laughs> real stingy uh my first she says in the empty bar <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> my first comment is what is a nerf nugget what is that um and it's a reference to the nerfs which is which leia famously referenced when she called han a nerf herder a nerf um i've looked it up here is like a very um bison bison looking creature so it's simply that i mean when you hear nugget most americans think of chicken nuggets it's just like the that chicken of, made out the of the chicken nerf. of the galaxy <laughs> so it's pretty straightforward but um quite um oh here's a huh, there's an interesting quote here by salt sir Give it to your nerfs. So you would coddle their weaknesses? Is that any way to create a strong herd cadet? And this uh, that second quote is from Brindle Hux, who can I, I can only assume is General Hux's father. <sighs> Unless it's Must Hux be. himself. I, that's not his first from, name. No, that's no, it's like Armistead or something like yeah. that. It's something bougie. Um I mean you give salt to livestock for like minerals, livestock like salt blocks. Look, I, I have no comment on the quote itself. I was just thought it was funny. Oh, no, no, I was just I was adding was, in uh, some possible context. I don't know much about Star Wars. I'm growing up in the country. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, um, I, I, don't have, I don't have a ton to comment on I, this I episode. I do have some comments. Um, Tech is walking around real well for a man with a fractured femur. Oh, my gosh. He That's didn't even right. have a cast on. You know, and the last time he's like, dude got like 330 pounds. I don't remember the kilograms we use american units <laughs> um we use freedom units here um like 330 pounds and he fractured his femur and he was limping around the whole time and now in this episode granted i don't know how much time has passed but i can't imagine it's like too long and he's walking around like nothing happened i don't know maybe clones have like super healing they are genetically modified mm, clones yeah. gmcs <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't know but i was kind of like oh okay guess you healed up all well um but so this episode is about Riot Rucker. racing. Riot, yeah. Which is a very strange choice of words. Oh my gosh, we watched that and I went, now this is pod racing. And immediately <laughs> Sid goes, this is called riot racing. And it just like blew the wind out of my sails. But we get an episode with 
we get we get like a tech spotlight episode with like That's true. We get tech wrecker omega and sid hunter and uh echo <laughs> <laughs> are off doing some nondescript mission they didn't i don't think they mentioned it um it was the nerf uh, nuggets. Are you they, kidding that's me? What they were doing. I kidding me. I missed that. Yeah, that, they were. They're <laughs> shipping the Nerf nuggets. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not kidding. Oh you. my gosh, I missed that. I was. I was just too distracted by the fact that tech was walking and that electric <laughs> utilities existed in Star Wars. I passed over that. That is crazy. Um, I don't. I don't really have like a whole lot, but uh, I got a few things. I liked Teo. I always like robots in Star Wars. Almost that is, always. Do you want? Do you know who that is? Oh yes. It's Ben Schwartz. Sonic, Sonic himself? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That's wild. So when he, I'm not going to lie, Cameron, when he first started talking, I got really worried it was John Mulaney. Uh, <laughs> and I, I probably would have been like, okay, this, oh this ruins the episode for me. That's so good. But yeah, it's uh, it's Ben Schwartz, which makes a lot more sense. I'm not, um, when we first watched it for context, I just recently finished watching the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know who it was. I recognized him, but I didn't recognize him as Ben Schwartz. And yeah. I don't think I'm correct on this either. But no, I'm not correct at all. Because I definitely went, is that Kite Man? And it's not. <laughs> I'm trying to bring up the IMDb as well so I can I can peruse myself. Um, but that is that I is fun. I have a really hard time finding voice actors for some of these episodes. It's like it hasn't existed yet oh yeah sometimes it takes them a, f- um, a day or two um, after the episode's been uploaded because for to avoid uh to avoid uh spoilers and such oh so this is very fun i did not recognize his voice at all so the villain of this episode grinny Malegi, mm-hmm. which we have a joke about his last name here in a second played by ernie hudson famously one of the ghostbusters mm-hmm. um that's a fun that little next on uh, my list. appearance He's. Do you know what? Do you know what Ernie Hudson is also in? I have no idea. I've never seen him anything else. God's Not Dead Two. What? The sequel. You're I'm me. not kidding. When I looked at, I mean, maybe I could be wrong, but it said he was listed under Let's his take a look. stuff. Maybe um, I'm wrong. What year? That would have been like probably like I don't know. It feels like it's been ten years ago. I never Let's saw. Let's take it. a look here. God's Not Dead Two. God's Not Even Deader. There it is. <laughs> Judge yes. Robert Stennis is his character. Name. I like. Wow. I didn't recognize a lot of his other roles outside of Ghostbusters, but when I saw that title, I was like, "What?" That's hysterical. I was like, "That's not what I was expecting." Wow. What? I can't believe that movie doesn't have a subtitle. I was hoping it'd have a funny subtitle because I know like one of the later ones does. But what are you talking uh, about? Pure Flicks are all funny. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> we have beef with Pure Flicks, not because of really like their values. Oh, but the fact. Well. Here we go. 37 episodes. He was in Transformers Prime as Agent William Fowler. What? Hold on. We're full of... I'm so sorry. Hold on. Hold on. She's walked away from her microphone. She's now all the way by her cat. Her cat is staring at her. Um, Not too surprised. I cannot believe... Sorry, I have to stand away. I cannot believe I didn't catch that. Oh, my God. It all comes full circle. This... See, there's a lot of benefits to being a double interest podcast because oh it's fun gosh. to find these little connections like this. Cameron, you have been friends with me for how many years and how many times do we watch something that I immediately go, that voice actor is in Transformers Prime? I All the time. I can't believe I missed that, that is, one. That's great. I'm infuriated and disappointed in myself. 
I will surely never. I'm really glad I found that. I'm so glad that I found that. Other apologies to whoever is listening that wears headphones. (laughs) Warning. My gosh, I'm so mad. (laughs) Cover your ears. It won't help, but try. (laughs) Gotta insert some random like uh, audio tag. Headphone warning. (laughs) Man, he's not been in a lot that I've seen, but he's been in a lot. Ernie Hudson. He's had an incredible career, just quantity wise. It's honestly incredibly impressive. I am gobsmacked. I was so mad I didn't catch that. Of course, it's been a while since I've man, seen it, but like the guy works. I feel like every show we've watched, there I've been like that person's in Transformers Prime because <laughs> that was just a very integral part of my introduction to Star Wars. So I'm just like. He also plays security guard in Batman the Animated Series in 1992. That's just one episode, though. But you know, oh, I man. I really like it when famous actors transition into voice acting, um, and do it successfully. I think that's cool. Um. So, anyways, um. Rachel is looking at me and just picked up a uh, a cat, a uh, cat. not her real cat, but a little stuffed cat that resembles her real cat. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, so gosh, anyways. I cannot believe I can't believe like I was like, wow, he's in God's Not Dead too. I can't believe I didn't make the connection. Wow, Ben it- Schwartz. I'm still I'm still uh, gobsmacked by that. Um, the announcer is a voice actor named Jonathan Lipow. Lipow. Um, let's see what else let's he's see. done. Um, huh? He's in Star Wars, Bad Batch, helpful. <laughs> um, Doom Patrol. Oh, that's fun. Um, Simpsons. Simpsons, Overwatch 2, God of War, Ragnarok, Star Trek, oh. Prodigy. Um, what else here? Rumbleverse. I don't know what that is. Uh, he plays the. He's the voice of the Iron Giant in the video game Multiverses. That's fun. Um, Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy as Unicron. Another trans see another oh, Transformers connection. Hyrule Warriors. Um, you, you hear me fading away. I'm Hyrule. Is that He Man? What's Hyrule? I know that name, but that's Legend of Zelda. Of course, there it is. Is that oh a mobile game? What is that? No. Ah. Uh. No, Hyrule Warriors. What is it? Okay, so it's ba- so it's Hyrule Warriors. Well, Hyrule. Oh, it's an expansion pack. Warriors 2 with there's original one. It's kind of like just like a combat game. Um, I see. But, and I actually own it. It's still saran wrapped because I just haven't played it yet because I'm bad at playing my Switch games. Um, it's basically Breath of the Wild but in another universe. Spoilers. Sorry. So anyways, this uh, this, this gentleman, Jonathan LePow, LePow, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, it's just done a lot of voice acting. Um, and it was even in Star Wars Resistance. So Oh, cool. we haven't watched that. Um, the episode was directed by Stuart Lee. I uh, don't know the name. Worked on the art department for Batman the Killing Joke and oh. Clone Wars. Directed episodes of Clone Wars. Directed that... episodes of oh, Star Wars. Oh, Killing and... Joke. <laughs> oh. hmm. um, he directed episodes of Rebels and, and like Rebels. Uh, 15 episodes of, of Rebels, 23 episodes of Clone Wars. The guy's just, you know, he works on this Stacked. stuff. Stacked. Cool. Um, um, yeah. Do you have any other comments about the episode? I've got a few. Um, I think I had one more. Which wow, is, I've got a few. Um, oh, just the the villain's name was Malegi, and we both thought that uh, <laughs> tech. that tech said Malady. <laughs> it was talking about uh, Sid, Sid, and we both <laughs> lost it. Um, uh, I've got. I think I've got more comments. Oh, please throw them at me. Um, I had to laugh after Ko, aka Ben Schwartz. Uh, crashed. Teo. Te- it's Teo. My yeah. bad. Uh, Teo crashed. Wrecker's like he's fine and holds up dismembered droid parts. That it's was real good. Um, I I thought it was pretty funny. He died a second time. One of my favorite quotes from you, Cameron, today was 
you just it was after uh teo has died the second time and camera just goes make the child race <laughs> as a let omega race and i really thought that was what they were gonna do i really thought they were just gonna have omega race because i told i mean i told i said this during the episode it worked when anakin did it yeah if they can make another little blonde kid race and win against impossible odds. I totally thought that's what they were going to do. But uh, I thought, it, I mean, that honestly actually may have been a slightly better episode. Um, if Because Tech just being smart and then carrying out his smartness is not the most compelling. But if uh, Omega, I'm sorry, Omega uh, was the one racing... Uh, and she had to like listen to his instructions and trust him. I think that would have been oh, a little been bit good. more because com- it also would have somewhat related to the last episode of like two people working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sure. also the first. Like I think there's been a lot of the first two episodes centered around teamwork. And this episode was really just one guy being it exceptional. Yeah, would have been a funny moment for Hunter and Echo to get back. They've been like, "You let her do what?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. You let her what? Um... <laughs> they're they're both situationally unaware echo i'm sorry tech and hunter just in different ways <laughs> they're both different <laughs> they're both opposite spectrums of oblivious yeah um the crowd i had to write i had to pause this we went back well i'm i made us go back and watch it the crowd at 15 minutes 25 seconds in is a bunch of duplicated characters which is kind of on brand i think for stars uh-huh. animation but it's we paused and I'm not going to lie. It's cut. If for like the two seconds it's there, you're probably not going to notice. But if you go back and pause, it's really noticeable that mm-hmm. some of the duplicated yeah. ones, it's like, I understand you probably have like, you know, limited time. Um, and for, it's a couple shots, but I'm almost kind of like, at least like change the, the clothing colors. It should be able to, I mean, if a video game, you can click a button and swap out yeah. clothes. I feel like you should be able to do the same thing on a character model. I, I mentioned it's kind of like animator, so I don't for, know, but. For, for those of us who grew up with Wii's, like when you play Wii Play <laughs> and there's like the mini game where you find oh, the duplicates in the man. crowd, that's what it's like. Yes, absolutely. Um, what are the comments you got? Uh, Kevin Kleiner got to make some fun- some funky tunes. Yeah, during, this is the racing music. The racing is very like. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, it was Star no, yeah. It, it is nice when Star punk. Wars music changes genre. It's, yeah. it's enjoyable. Um, the missing the the left tunnel where they're like, "Don't go in the left tunnel, the one with the red ring of death and the <laughs> don't like the don't enter sign." Um, that missing tunnel sequence reminded me of some of the Batman Arkham Knight Batmobile levels with the Riddler, uh-huh, which I uh-huh. hated. Everyone seems to. I've never played I, myself, but everyone complains I about that. I hate it. You know what I like? Stealthing through the Batman games. Uh-huh. You know what I don't like? Car racing. That was <laughs> awful. It was, I, well, maybe mad, but that's what it made me think of because you had to kind of like run up, ride up on the sides and the walls. I died a lot in those levels. Um, also like how like, much of the Bad Batch is like, we really got to keep a low profile. The Empire is looking for us. You know, we are wanted. And then we have Tech, who is like, I'm going to race in this uh, city-wide broadcasted race. That's probably pretty popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much it. But it was funny when they were introducing all the racers and they get to... And Tech! And Tech. And the announcer's like, is that... Is that it? It's <laughs> just, just tech. tech? Um, I, Pretty good uh, summary of his character. <laughs> just tech. Yeah, it 
I think I don't know. Def an interesting choice, I think, just kind of make a tech centric episode. It may you know getting him out of his comfort zone, but he's also I don't know if you remember this. He's predominantly I think the pilot in most of their missions. So I don't necessarily feel like this was a new thing for him. Yeah, um, that's a good point. It's, he isn't really outside he's, his comfort zone. It's like, not. There are multiple scenes in the first season where he's like Tokyo drifting their ship. If you have a if you have a episode that centers around one character, I feel like we should learn something about them, or they should grow in some way, or they like they should learn some new, something new. And I guess it's kind of a joke. He gets out of the the racer at the end. They're like, you did it. Did and he's it. like, you're surprised. And it's, so I guess it's kind of a jokey episode. And we're like, oh. I guess the point of the episode is to maybe set up some suspicion around Sid, whether she's to be trusted or not. Yeah. I I mean, I yeah. Especially from the ending that I let, I, I don't, I was trying to, oh, I was trying to find this TikTok meme. Um, that we had to go back and rewatch because I wasn't paying attention, but it was kind of interesting because so they're setting up this suspicion against Sid, and it's like I mean she's done pretty well for him for a while. I I don't know if the words of the guy who is ready to like kill you two hours the day before are really like trustworthy words. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. Yeah. I mean per- I think if I was in that position, I'd be like, I mean health you know healthy caution but kind of sounds like he's just trying to stir the pot and they might be setting it up um in the first episode she's complaining about the empire potentially showing up oh, so they yeah. might be setting up if the empire shows up there's a chance they'll she'll you know True. sell them out save her own skin very um, possible i will say the episode gets points because there's no crosshair ah uh, yes so therefore it's not it's not the worst episode not that i think episode three is the worst but I'm just saying, there's always points. I sent you um, to not to uh, get too far ahead of our meme corner, um, but I sent you. I wasn't going to use this one because it's purely visual, but now I'll describe it. Um, I think it's a meme image of like this like very big-headed man laying in his own tears, but it's drawn to look like crosshair. <laughs> and I sent it to you, and you just replied, "Good." <laughs> good uh, hysterical yeah it's it's the uh, i recognize the babe it's normally just like it's like a stick guy like crying his own tears into a puddle and mm-hmm. but someone edited it to be crosshair and i was like good um so i have three comments from you while we were watching the episode that i wrote down one was you just said when you accidentally get your landlord in a hostage situation <laughs> which is like yeah i mean i wonder what sid was thinking like she probably once she knew she was going to get taken away, it's like, I'll handle this myself. And once they kind of forced her to wait, she did kind of accidentally get her into a hostage situation. <laughs> Omega, we'll pay you double. Um, and they're like, okay, we're going to keep Sid as collateral. And they were all like shocked Pikachu face. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, we didn't mean to, for it to go that far. And then when Mr. Milady himself uh, <laughs> sat down, he was holding a cup. And it made his hands look really, really large. And you said, dude's got Shaq hands, which just gave me the image of Shaq being in Star Wars, which I would absolutely love. That would be phenomenal. The man's got so much spunk and character. Oh, I love Shaq. And he's so cartoonishly proportioned. He's he would, so, he would fit I so love well. Shaq. He's so nice. My last quote here is, you said, I imagine talking to Teo is like hanging out in the engineering building. No, it was specifically the scene where Tech and Teo were, I don't know, bumping chests or whatever. Uh-huh. They're puffing chests. Like, 
trying to outsmart, outsnark each other. And I was just like, this is what I imagine hanging out in the engineering building of our alma mater. Alma, alma mater is like complete with um, exploding experiment, you know, engine of some sort, because mm-hmm. they're building all kinds of things in that building. Do you have any final comments about the episode? I don't think so. I think it was fine. Um, I feel like maybe just compared to the last episode, I was kind of like, yeah, oh. last episode was great. But this, I said in the first episode of this podcast um, that I am always happy to watch one 20 minute episode of Star Wars. For sure. It's enjoyable time. It's fun to have this new kind of racing that might show up again later. Um, it was really fun to see all the different combinations of droids that were mm-hmm. driving the ships. Mm-hmm. I especially liked the, it was a battle droid head on a uh, protocol droid body, mm-hmm. like from what happened to C-3PO's body and Attack of the Clones. I thought that was really fun. Um, it's a reference. It wasn't like another, this is a sad place that was ruined by the Clone Wars. It was kind of fun just to yeah. go to a planet and see what their culture is like. And they like this racing. And then someone gets shot in the audience. That <laughs> oh was really gosh. funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We saw the blaster hole and everything. Uh-huh. We're kind of like, oh. <laughs> uh, so um, it, yeah, it had its moments. And for 22 minutes of, of really well done animation, mm-hmm. it was worth it. It always looks good. It always pretty. Uh, product placement exists. All the advertisements in the tunnel racing. Oh yes, yes, for sure. Incredibly strange place to put advertisement in the in a tunnel that only the racers will see. Um, <laughs> yeah. going like nine hundred miles an hour. Well, what'd that say? <laughs> um, so, anyways, we're gonna move on to our our meme, meme section meme of corner. the episode. Um, and so, what do you got? Uh, I sent Cameron this TikTok earlier this week. Um, this is after episode three, and it's so. It's, a, it's captioned me after this new episode. I've actually seen another uh, alternate title. It's Rex after this episode three. And for those of you that have seen Surf's Up. Um, oh, no. Oh, which, no. What do you mean? Oh, no. Well, I love Surf's Up. But... <laughs> um, it's the scene of Chicken Joe looking for Cody in the jungle. Oh, and he's my like, God. Cody. I, I think he was around here somewhere. And either way. That's just, hysterical. I, I sent it to you. <laughs> On what? Sent to me on what platform? On Messenger. No, on. Oh. Next. It was. I think I sent. I it forgot to, you. to click on it. It's, it's okay, but I'm, it was. It's good. I'm glad I got to hear it live on mic though. That is <laughs> really funny. I love memes that, like, specifically get the specific character name uh-huh. said very, in a different context, and ah, oh, so good. Um, I've got one here that's this general Star Wars meme that I like a lot that said. No, it's uh, it's Vader dying on the Death Star uh, two from. Uh, return of the jedi talking to luke he's like now go my son and luke says no you're coming with me i'll not leave you i've, I've got to save you and Anna invader says so i can be arrested put on trial and executed for war crimes <laughs> nah bro just let me die leia would have done it leia <laughs> hated ha- I, I spoilers i think it's for the bloodline book leia hated that darth vader anakin skywalker was her father well, biological. That's I don't think she ever considered him her actual father. That was Bale. Huh. Wow. Um, interesting. She hated it. She That's fascinating. Did, like, a lot of people talk about, you know, like, oh, man, Luke loved his father. Luke redeemed him. Luke loved him so much. Leia would have killed him. She probably would have left him to die. I won't hesitate. Um, <laughs> anyways, I that, was a, that was a funny meme just that points out. It was a very true thing because, like, it came up again whenever episode nine came out. It was like, the only thing that 
could have happened to Ben Solo was that he dies because these guys can't be redeemed in the eyes of the law. You can't be a war criminal unless you're a science, German scientist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't be a that you can't be the hey, leader every joke like of that, the, the enemy. FBI gets closer. <laughs> you can't be the leader of the enemy and not face very serious uh-huh. repercussions. Sure. So it's almost better that they die as heroes. Yeah, can you imagine that trial? Oof. Um, what else you got? I sent you this tweet, and it says, In Mando Season 3, I need there to be two episodes completely dedicated to Boba Fett without a single mention of Mando and Grogu. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I It's never going to happen, but I would love it. Um, so here's a meme that combines both of the subjects of this podcast. It says, Me growing up... Sorry, me growing up and loving these characters, knowing very well they're very violent war criminals. And it's a picture of... Andy from Toy Story holding Buzz and Woody, but it's got on their bodies photoshopped Anakin's head and Optimus Prime's <laughs> head, knowing very well that they're violent war criminals. Um, so last week, watching uh, episode three, the scene where Crosshair shoots the governor, and it pans over from Cody to Crosshair, uh-huh. and it's it's the music. Yes. Oh my gosh! I sent well. The first words out of my mouth in that scene were, someone add the vine boom uh-huh. to that. And someone on Twitter did, which I thought was hilarious because it was just so funny. And one of the other edits that this person made was the, like, Among Us like, uh-huh. uh, string noise. Oh, I you was know- crying. And then, hold on, there's a third tier to this. Um person who made all these edits like posted the original one and they're like this is hilarious just because the music is so mm-hmm. not out of place but it's the timing is it's very loud funny. and it's sudden and, and it's, it's so on the nose like crosshair um and so someone responded to it i imagine that this isn't just a sound effect that is the sound crosshair makes it everyone in the star wars universe can so hear good. it love that joke oh, oh my gosh I, I love the concept and the, the idea of characters just generating their own sound effects. It's like, uh, oh, the there's a Spider-Man meme going around with, like, the original, like, spider theme. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, a video with, like, something vaguely Spider-Man, and it's, like, the ah. trumpet trill. And there's another one of uh, the Prowler noise from Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Like, like, uh, uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, about. I don't know how to really, like, yeah, try the, to the, replicate when, that when there are like there's a sudden reveal of the Prowler's identity in Spider Verse and it plays his theme and it is so loud, it's very, uh, alien. Yeah. Ridley Scott's alien. Um, here's not a meme, but just a photograph that I found on the internet of a, a sign from it's in Indiana. Um, and it's a church named Transformation Church, and their symbol is the Autobot symbol, but with a cross in the middle of the face. And the fact that this exists is wild. Oh my gosh! Transformation. Did you, did you censor it? No, this is just how it came. Oh. That's how I found it on the internet. <laughs> There's like a big, like, edited, like, Squiggly on the guy. Took, the guy took did a you selfie censor with it, it to show me this on the podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're protecting this man's identity. You're gonna say my last name on the podcast, but the picture that no one's gonna see. Um, uh, I saw. I don't. If anyone out here is on Twitter, one of my favorite uh, Twitter pages called Veers Watch, which is a fan page dedicated to. Um, 
the Imperial officer Veers. Uh huh. V E R S. And <laughs> he tweeted, or they tweeted last week, the Bad Batch, the solitary clone, no Veers. And so every th- piece of Star Wars content that comes out, they just tweeted Han Solo and Chewbacca issue nine, no Veers. <laughs> Bounty Hunters issue thirty, no Veers. Uh, the Bad Batch faster, no Veers. And then, oh, I just found this one. Someone has posted a screenshot of the Jedi Temple door being cut open. Uh-huh. They retweeted it. Veers is actually the one cutting through. The door. <laughs> <laughs> it just brings me a lot of joy. I think it's very fun. Another one they did was they uh, took the official like Mandalorian season three poster and like just inserted this very, very um, transparent image of Veers in the reflection of Mando's armor <laughs> that you don't really oh, that's notice great. Until, I love that. until you like zoom in. But he's there. It's hilarious. If you don't watch, if you're on Twitter and you want someone fun oh to, my gosh. Wow. to follow, you should follow Veers Watch. It's very good. Very niche content. Very, very I'm niche here content, for and I love it. I love the dedication. Um, so I've got a very simple meme here, but um, simple meme. This is this is uh, it's got it's an anime girl looking sitting like in a car looking at the quote unquote camera saying or looking at the the viewer saying thanks for not explaining the entirety of Transformers history and lore in front of my parents. I know that took a lot of restraint. Do you feel attacked by this, Rachel? Why are you looking at me? Because you should, because this is an attack on you. Who's whose apartment are we in right now? <laughs> oh no! Don't kick me out. Uh, I feel all right. Time for our Athena check. The cat's doing it all right. If you ever hear me trail away like this, it's because I am ex- turning away from the mic, which I know I shouldn't do, but I'm looking at my cat, so it's acceptable. I feel like in the Twitter response, I need to post an honorary picture of her for context. Oh, good call. For yes. Context for the kitty cat. You wanna? Context. You want? What's the name of that? That Twitter, by the way. I that was this was not meant to be sarcastic. I no, was genuinely you know what's asking. Funny, I don't think I I forgot to post this stuff, so I'm going to uh-huh. do that tonight. Wow, it's uh, at Rebels. You had Robots one job. Pod. You literally had one job, Rachel. I'm busy, Cameron. <laughs> I'm, so I'm looking while you're doing that. I'm looking to see if I have any more memes to share. Because I, I don't. Um, it's because I don't know what to post. It's in, just in the in like the title of the tweet. I can. You can just do the cat, the the description. The cat. You can just do the cat. <laughs> just the cat. Yeah. Just the cat. Um, I think that's all the memes I've got for this week. Um, while she's looking that up, we're gonna shout out. Uh, our music is made by Mr. Caleb Jacoby. Um, ah, top the tier. The opening and outro. Um, and what else? Do we have any other? We have. Um, as of right now, we've got. We're on. RSS feed. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. All under Rebels and Robots. Um, we are on Twitter, and we're about to get that Twitter handle here in a second. It is at at Rebels Robots Pod. We Rebels have, Robots Pod. We have zero followers. Well, yeah, we should probably Shut follow me. our own. I think we should. We should have at least two. Yeah, we should follow our own Twitter. Um, and then, um. You can also follow me at flatoutstudios at wordpress.com to, to see other film reviews, videos I've done in the past. Um, Rachel, any any uh, stuff you want to shout out? Oh, um, ah. 
You don't have to if you don't want to. I can't think of anything right now. I haven't updated any of my websites in a very long time. Next Um, week, we get to find out what I'm doing. Yes. Did you have any other memes you wanted to share before we close out? I don't think... I. You know, honestly, it was a bit of a scarce meme week. Yeah, last week's episode was so serious. It was just the one musical sting that... It's so funny. I love it, Cameron. Uh, I was crying over, I think, specifically the... um, among us one that was love it all right that seems like a good place for us to uh close out the podcast for this week (laughs) sits in silence (laughs) all right well this is is cameron and rachel signing off saying transformers kiss players was the primary transformers line from in japan from 2006 to 2007 not affiliated with you (laughs) good night folks good night